Dear Dad, I've been listening to the Vietnam Radio's news report special on the assassination of Martin Luther King in Memphis. But now I have a story to tell. On Friday, March 29, in our AO just south of Wade, we received small arms fire from a village. My platoon leader, Gary Scott, and one other man were killed. I was very close to Lieutenant Scott. I was his radio operator. He was a fine man, a good leader, yet he could not understand the whys of this conflict which killed him. say he died for his country, keeping it free, negative. This country is no game that I can see, Dad. We're fighting, dying for a people who resent our being over here. Oh, I'll probably get a bronze star for the firefight. Lieutenant Scott will get a silver star. That will help me get a job someday, and it is supposed to suffice for Lieutenant Scott's life. I guess I'm bitter now, Dad. This war is all wrong. Your loving son, Phil. to trade tech college I started out um, and I wanted to be a fashion designer one of my neighbors I had been making clothes since I was 14 years old and I made her a dress and when I got released from um, LACC trying to be a medical secretary, I couldn't type more than 45 words a minute. So that led me to um, listen to my professor, and she said, you're not going to make it. I only had those three fingers, so I knew she was telling the truth. 
So, my neighbor that I made the dress for told me about Trade Tech. She thought I was really good at making clothes and um, designing and stuff. So, she told me about Trade Tech, had a fashion de- de- design department. So, I went to Trade Tech, got enrolled, and um, that's where I spent the remaining two years. As I was at Trade Tech, I won a gold thimble. I won a well, I won two gold thimbles, uh, a bronze thimble, and a silver thimble, all because of my designing ability. God is so good. I learned how to um, make patterns. I learned how to drape. And back in those days, you didn't have computers and all that stuff, so you had to do everything manually. So they gave us, um, they gave us uh, a a little um, knife that you would carve the pattern paper up as you went along. And thank God I was um, enrolled in um, the Rehabilitation Center. My mother was innovative in doing everything. My sister, Audrey, couldn't hear, so she went to rehabilitation. They paid for her schooling. They paid for her um, tools, everything. Same thing with me. When I went to Trade Tech, my mother enrolled me in uh, rehabilitation. They paid for my art supplies. They paid for my um, technical tools, everything. And I got a check every month, a little one, but it was back then reasonable, and I have to say I was proud to get it. Anyway, I got all my tools and all my, um, you just name it, Whatever I needed, sketching pads, sketching boards, everything, my tools. So as I went to Trade Tech, I was um, happy to um, do my duty. And I won those um, designs. Mm, I won gold thimbles, silver thimbles, and bronze thimbles. And I was featured on Good Morning America, um, representing Trade Tech College. We modeled our clothes that had won us those thimbles. But anyway, as I uh, graduated from Trade Tech, I was the valedictorian. I went up on stage, um, well, before that happened, they knew that I was a member of the Black Student Union, and they didn't know what I was going to say when I got on stage. So they took me to the Brown Derby. The Brown Derby doesn't exist anymore, but they took me to the Brown Derby so that I would uh, listen to them, and they tried to tell me how to be etiquette and have etiquette and be on stage and just represent everybody. But I represented me. When I got on stage, I raised my right fist, and I said, power to the people. The dean said, get her off the stage. It was too late. My speech 
was not what they anticipated, and I did my own thing. My speech was called Creatures of Time and Space, and that's what we are. I went back in my uh, past a little bit, but I told the students how proud that we were to be graduating from Trade Tech College. And all of the techniques and technology that we had learned. Uh, Trade Tech College is a technical school on Washington and Grand in California, in L.A. Uh, But anyway, I did my speech. Um, When I said Creatures of Time and Space, the, um, oh, God. Um, (laughs) anyway, the head of the school said, get her off the stage, because I came out with my fist raised, and I said, power to the people. From then on, I talked about us as uh, people, and how we represented other people, and how much time we had spent in college, and I talked about how we would progress in the years to come as a result of the teachings of Trade Tech College. I was proud. I did become a member of the Black Student Union. I'm not going to lie about that. And then I was also a Black Panther at that time because I learned so much about how our people were um, just treaded on, you know, And uh, while white folks were having sit-ins, we were having stand-ups and marching. I didn't wear the black panther uniform and march like them, but I was undercover, so to speak. But anyway, Trey Tech was uh, a place where I learned so much. I became a real citizen, a black one, and... I'm still that way. God is good, and I've seen so much happening to our race. People getting shot by policemen with their hands up, don't shoot, that kind of thing. And they shoot. But anyway, I just want to say that Trey Tech taught me a lot. You could not... Uh, graduated, I was 21, you had to take gym until you were 21 or anything. I was a modern jazz ballet dancer, and I did that, and I loved it. I always got into dance. Anyway, I'm through right now. I have to talk some more later. Here. World War II. My dad served in World War II. Um, He was a cook in the military. They sent him to Stuttgart, Germany. He was a cook there. And um, when he came home, it was amazing. We lived in Cotton Plant, Arkansas. 
He came home, crossed the field. We weren't expecting him, but he showed up. But we were happy to see him home. Um, my dad was a very special man. He, the way he taught us was the way he was taught. Um, when he was younger, he liked to slick his hair back. And I can remember his story. He told us how he slicked his hair down with some pomade. And his brother, Uncle Aaron, loved the way my daddy's hair looked. And he said, he stuttered. He said, but, but, but how did you get your hair like that? My daddy said he put honey in it. And that was a lie, of course. But my Uncle Aaron believed him. So he put some honey in his ear. And um, it slicked down real good, but the bees got to him. <laughs> my dad had used something called um, pomade. Pomade back in the day. That's how they slicked the hair. And... As my daddy slicked his hair down, Uncle Aaron had bees stinging him and doing everything, and my daddy laughed. But my Uncle Aaron should have known better not to listen to my dad. That was his brother, his oldest brother. His youngest brother's name was, uh, well, all I know is his name was Junior, so he had to be Louis Ryland Jr., Uncle Junior came and stayed with us as we moved to Cotton, as we moved to um, L.A. And my uncle, wanted, he was a singer. He had, a song, he had so many songs he wrote. He was in a movie um, in New York where he was a guardsman at the door. He did a lot of things. But my dad... Took him to Hollywood when he came here, and instead of picking my my uncle, they picked my dad. My dad said, "I have a bunch of kids and I can't do this." It was admirable. My dad tried to promote my uncle. Uncle Junior um, did a song called um, "Oh, what was the name of the song?" Okay, I can't think of it right now, but I will later. Um, anyway, my dad didn't want to go to Hollywood because my mother controlled mostly everything. And he um, promoted my uncle, but it was really strange. Anyway, I just... Loved the relationship that they had. They were communicable. They were brothers. World War Two. My dad served in World War Two. Um, he was a cook in the military. They sent him to Stuttgart, Germany. He was a cook there, and. Um, when he came home, 
It was amazing. We lived in Cotton Plant, Arkansas. He came home, crossed the field. We weren't expecting him, but he showed up. But we were happy to see him home. Um, my dad was a very special man. He, the way he taught us was the way he was taught. Um, when he was younger, he liked to slick his hair back. And I can remember his story. He told us how he slicked his hair down with some pomade. And his brother, Uncle Aaron, loved the way my daddy's hair looked. And he said, he stuttered. He said, but, but, but how did you get your hair like that? My daddy said he put honey in it. And that was a lie, of course. But my Uncle Aaron believed him. So he put some honey in his hair. And um, it slicked down real good, but the bees got to him. <laughs> My dad had used something called um, pomade. Pomade back in the day. That's how they slicked the hair. And as my daddy slicked his hair down, Uncle Aaron had bees stinging him and doing everything, and my daddy laughed. But my Uncle Aaron should have known better not to listen to my dad. That was his brother, his oldest brother. His youngest brother's name was, uh, well, all I know is his name was Junior, so he had to be Louis Ryland Jr., Uncle Junior came and stayed with us as we moved to Cotton, as we moved to um, L.A. And my uncle, one, he was a singer. He had a song, he had so many songs he wrote. He was in a movie um, in New York where he was a guardsman at the door. He did a lot of things. But my dad. Took him to Hollywood when he came here, and instead of picking my my uncle, they picked my dad. My dad said, "I have a bunch of kids and I can't do this." It was admirable. My dad tried to promote my uncle. Uncle Junior um, did a song called um, "Oh, what was the name of the song?" Okay, I can't think of it right now, but I will later. Um, anyway, my dad didn't want to go to Hollywood because my mother controlled mostly everything. And he um, promoted my uncle, but it was really strange. Anyway, I just... Loved the relationship that they had. They were communicable. They were brothers. World War Two. My dad served in World War Two. Um, he was a cook in the military. They sent him to Stuttgart, Germany. He was a cook there, and. Um, when he came home, 
It was amazing. We lived in Cotton Plant, Arkansas. He came home, crossed the field. We weren't expecting him, but he showed up. But we were happy to see him home. Um, my dad was a very special man. He, the way he taught us was the way he was taught. Um, when he was younger... He liked to slick his hair back. And I can remember his story. He told us how he slicked his hair down with some pomade. And his brother, Uncle Aaron, loved the way my daddy's hair looked. And he said, he stuttered. He said, how did you get your hair like that? My daddy said, he put honey in it, and that was a lie, of course. But my Uncle Aaron believed him, so he put some honey in his ear, and um, it slicked down real good, but the bees got to him. <laughs> my dad had used something called um, pomade, pomade back in the day. That's how they slicked the hair. And as my daddy slicked his hair down, Uncle Aaron had bees stinging him and doing everything. And my daddy laughed. But my Uncle Aaron should have known better not to listen to my dad. That was his brother, his oldest brother. His youngest brother's name was, uh, well, all I know is his name was Junior. So he had to be Louis Ryland Jr. Uncle Junior came and stayed with us as we moved to Cotton, as we moved to um, L.A. And my uncle, one, he was a singer. He had a song, he had so many songs he wrote. He was in a movie um, in New York where he was a guardsman at the door. He did a lot of things. But my dad. Took him to Hollywood when he came here, and instead of picking my my uncle, they picked my dad. My dad said, "I have a bunch of kids and I can't do this." It was admirable. My dad tried to promote my uncle. Uncle Junior um, did a song called um, "Oh, what was the name of the song?" Okay, I can't think of it right now, but I will later. Um, anyway, my dad didn't want to go to Hollywood because my mother controlled mostly everything. And he um, promoted my uncle, but it was really strange. Anyway, I just loved the relationship that they had. They were communicable. They were brothers. I see you. I see you. I see you struggling.
there's no one to help you again Don't be afraid Cause I sing to you Inspiration for you To better yourself You slumping cause you never listen Jesus is the answer Just call his name He will make you happy Struggling, stressing All this pain inside Everything will be alright Alright Tears falling down your eyes Everything will be What you see in me Sometimes I don't believe That a woman so beautiful Is in love with me Last night I seen your eyes in the moon I started feeling like I'm the end Without you boo Why tears with rose petals for you I raise war Every time I see you I want you more and more If I kiss your feet before bedtime Would you walk in my dreams What I really wanna know Are you my destiny So many people we fake So many people to lie So many lessons from love Out of quite a thousand times Well are you my love I be posted on the block Waiting for poetry to be written to stop To be the last thing I lay my eyes on before I go to sleep No need to dream about heaven Now I finally see